Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun on. Wow. Um, I guess we know what we're talking about on a Thursday night. In case you missed it, Joe Biden just got finished dropping the scariest speech. You know what? I don't want to be over the top. I'm not going to be over the top. Chris and I haven't talked about this at all. Chris, would you say. That's the scariest speech the president, any president has ever given in the history of the country. Chris said it's pretty tyrannical. Uh, this is your president. Now, I want you, I'm just going to set this up for just a brief second here. The president of the United States of America. Very, very limited powers. The federal government itself, according to the law of the land, very, very limited powers. The president of the United States of America just stepped up, and I have several cuts for you here, and he said this. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect but pause all that. America. Pause that real quick. Let's, let's, Chris, I want you to do me a favor and rewind that to the very beginning because I would have sworn I just heard the president of the United States say it's not about freedom or personal choice. Could you play that again, please? This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself. Everything's about freedom. And before I play the rest, and I promise I won't interrupt it again, 
before, before I play the rest, I want you to be very clear on something. I'm a history freak. You probably are too. I know, I don't know a bunch. I, I, I know a bit about the despotic regimes throughout history. And every single despotic regime in the history of mankind has begun its despotism under the guise of what? Of your protection. Of their doing this to protect you. All right, I won't interrupt again, Chris Platt. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. The people you work with. The people you care about. The people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated. Okay, I have a bunch more from Joe Biden. We're going to pause on all that for just a moment because the phone lines are blowing up. The phone lines are blowing up, uh, the emails, the everything else. I, I understand you're freaking out right now. I get it. I have not seen this kind of anger and fear in my email inbox in ages. That's the president of the United States of America announcing Every employer in the country with over 100 employees must pass a vaccine mandate. And by the way, they're already handing out or at least saying what the the fines are going to be for the employers who don't. And people are freaking out. Hold on just a moment. I have so much to say about this. I'm going to tell you eventually why what he did was actually brilliant on behalf of the communists. Don't worry, I'll get to it. And why we should do likewise, but never do. I'll get to that in a little bit. I have more of his speech, but I want to get right after this now because I understand you're angry and you're scared. I mean, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get off my phone to finish prepping for the show. Every friend and family member I have is texting me about this. Everybody I know is freaking out. Calm down. Listen to me. There is a chance... You've either already experienced this or because of what the president just said, you're about to experience a couple different scenarios. We are going to talk through them. First scenario is work. We'll get to school for your kids in a moment, but work. Let's just say tomorrow, next day, next week, next month, you get a call from the boss. Bill, to my office. I want to see you. You go to your boss's office and he says, Bill, just wanted to give you a heads up. I am passing. I am handing out a vaccine mandate for this company. If you want to keep working here, you will go get the vaccine. And let's assume, let's let's say you're an unvaccinated person. I know it's about half and half of my audience. Again, there's no judgment. I don't care. Let's say you're somebody who doesn't want it. And if you haven't gotten it by now, you don't want it. And that's fine. You made your own personal choice. It's fine. I, I don't have it either. I'm not, I'm not judging anybody for either way. What are you going to be tempted to do in that moment? Because you're you. You're going to be tempted to perhaps bring up a four-letter word or two. Tell the boss exactly where he can stick it. 
maybe knock over his little uh, pen cup on the way out the door, go clean out your desk, steal a couple of the office mints off the secretary's desk on the way out, and maybe key the boss's car on the way out of the parking lot. That's what you're going to be tempted to do. Stop. And I know that's how you feel right now. I know you're mad and you're scared. And what I know that. Stop. Listen. We are absolutely under assault right now. There is no question. What I've been telling you is coming is now here. They have separated the country. They have decided there is a separate lower class, a separate minority class who is responsible for this society's problems. And that minority class must now be punished. Must now be punished. That's where we are. But, but, just because we're under siege, just because they're after us, does not mean at all that we are powerless, that it is hopeless, that there's nothing we can do. All it means is you and me. We have to come together and we have to fight smartly, smartly, giving your boss the one-finger salute and quitting on the spot is not smart. Stop and think. We're going to have a different plan here. Here's what you're going to do. If you have that conversation with your boss, and I hope you don't, but if you have that conversation with your boss, here's what you do. Don't email, don't text, don't do anything. You nod your head and say, okay. You walk out of his office and you immediately go to people you trust in the office and you begin to organize. You all go meet for a beer that night, that week after work. You sit down and you decide on the lawyer you're going to hire. You will then approach said lawyer before you do anything, before an email gets sent or a text message gets sent or a private message on Facebook, before anything. You will all go sit down with the lawyer you hired and come up with a plan. There is safety in numbers. You do have defense out there. Don't you dare make them or let them make you feel hopeless. You are not hopeless. You are not powerless. You are a free American citizen. There are still states where you can be free. There are a million legal avenues for you in this country. You are not hopeless. It is not the end of the world. Yes, we have a mountain to climb, but we do have climbing gear. All right? That's one. Two, other side of this, because of everything they're doing right now, I understand full well, full well, that schools are just as big a deal to you as your job. My email inbox is full of it. My daughter is going to a school. They're going to make her vaccinate. My son's going to a school. They're going to make him wear, wear a mask. Jesse, what do I do? What can I do about my kid's school? What do I do about my kid's school? Once again, I know you feel helpless. I know you feel mad. I know you're afraid. You are not helpless. You can be mad. You are not helpless. I'm going to tell you what to do about the school and then we'll do, get to the rest of Joe Biden's really creepy audio in just a second. But first, you feel more purposeful now? How long have we talked about being more purposeful with where we spend and don't spend our money? Do you feel like do you feel like the kind of company you support now means more than ever, than it ever has before? That's my pillow. 
I mean, I could come on here right now and tell you that they still have the sale of the year going on. That Giza Dream Sheets, the best sheets in the world, they're half off. Half off. If you go to MyPillow.com, radio listener specials, and use the promo code Ke- Jesse. Promo code Jesse. I could, I could tell you that. Set all that stuff aside right now. Forget about just the fact that they're half off. One of the companies out there that's going to keep fighting for you and fighting for me and fighting for our freedom is my pillow. They've never bended the knee. They're still fighting every single day. This is a company that needs your support. And, I mean, best products there are, 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com, radio listener specials, promo code JESSE. Or call 800-845-0544, promo code JESSE. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It was you know, I notice when you all do that, everybody benefits. Okay, it's getting creepy now. Getting uncomfortable, Joe. Getting uncomfortable. The President of the United States, right before we came on the air, gave the most tyrannical speech any president has ever given in the history of this country. By a mile. Because no president's ever had authority to even attempt to do some of these things. And this one doesn't have the authority either. But I'll tell you why it's genius in just a few. Hang with me here. Hang with me here. Hang with me. I promised one more piece of practical advice. And yes, we'll take calls tonight and emails 877 Oh, and lest I forget, don't think just because the country is absolutely going to Hades in a handbasket, we're going to forget about Ask Dr. Jesse Friday tomorrow. Tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday for you new listeners. And I just had a talk with the big fancy guy who handles all the affiliates and, and stations and whatnot for the show. All this stuff is way beyond me. Apparently, there's a lot of new listeners, so allow me to clarify. Fridays on the Jesse Kelly Show, we do Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Yeah, we hit any major stories, of course, but the entire show, the entire three hours is your emailed questions. The questions you email to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. What questions you may ask? Absolutely anything. Anything. It could be politics. It could be stupid stuff. It could be employment, uh, history, food, uh, stupid, uh, anything. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Try to, try to remember, put Ask Dr. Jesse in the subject line. Now, in case you missed it, last segment. President of the United States, he's passing down a mandate that every employer in the United States of America, everyone, that has over 100 employees must mandate the vaccine for their employees. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated. Okay. People are freaking out. The phone lines are full. I, I, I get it. People are freaking out. 
I promised a practical piece of advice for you with when it comes to your kid's school. I just gave you employer advice. If your employer is mandating this, I'm now going to tell you about the school. Let's say you're a mom and everybody knows mama bears get upset and your school's trying to make sure your kid is vaccinated or trying to make sure your kid wears 10 masks every day and you're freaking out about it. Here's what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to go down to the school and kick in the front door of the principal's office and give him a piece of your mama bear mind and then tell him that little Braden is leaving the school and he's never coming back and screw you. And you're going to storm out to uh, whatever white suburban or white white uh, SUV. We all know you have a white SUV, ladies. Where you're going to hop in your white SUV and you're going to drive home. Stop. Again, now's the time to fight. It's a time to fight smartly. You know other mothers. You know other fathers. You know parents in the school. Women know everybody in the daggone school. The time is not to storm into the principal's office. The time is to organize, organize, get with the other parents, come up with a plan, perhaps hire an attorney, just like I told you to do with the employer stuff. Maybe, maybe it's time to do uncomfortable things. Maybe you and a hundred sets of parents bring your hundred children down to the school without masks on and try to walk in. Do you really think they're going to bar a hundred kids from entering and going to school? Make sure it's all on camera too. make the cops throw handcuffs on somebody. Peaceful, peaceful, by the way, peaceful. Make them stop you. Your kid's just wanting to attend school. Now is the time to be smart. I know you're mad. I know you're scared. I'm right there with you. I get it. This is, this is, these are unprecedented times in this country. I know you're mad and scared. That means now more than ever is the time to be smart. And look, I told you, I've been telling you for a while, language like this, Language like this, specifically this exact phrase, is going to lead to more civil rights violations than we have seen in a century in this country. People on their deathbeds, among the unvaccinated over the past few weeks. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Pandemic of the unvaccinated language that has since been echoed all across the Western powers, Australia included, although it's kind of where we include them in the Western powers. That's another story, but the pandemic of the unvaccinated, the pandemic of the unvaccinated, haven't you heard it's the unvaccinated and the president of the United States. Have you heard, have you heard how mad he is at you? It'll take a lot of hard work. It's going to take some time. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated, even though the vaccine is safe, effective. and. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're frustrated with me, Joe Biden. I feel so bad. I frustrated you. Oh, I frustrated you? Oh, poor Joe. Good. Good. I hope you hate me. I hope you blame me for everything. Because that's exactly how I feel about you. I despise you. I despise everyone around you. I despise every single cultural Marxist in this country 
who has used this thing for power and control. And I'll tell you who else I despise. I despise every person on the right, and you know exactly who I'm talking about. There's a million of them right now who's done this routine for the last year and a half. Well, I really think you should get the vaccine. I'm very pro-vaccine. I mean, I don't like mandates, but get the vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Make sure you get the vaccine. I I mean, I don't like mandates, but I'm very pro-vaccine. Talk about missing the mark. Talk about missing the problem at hand. The problem at hand is we are dividing the United States of America in two. We are pitting the federal government against one portion of our citizens, and we can't even rely on our own side to stand up for anything. They always want to be the good ones. Well, I mean, I want you to, you, and they'll say things all the time like, I mean, everybody knows I've been very reasonable on this. Oh, screw you. You're reasonable on this. If the communists aren't calling you unreasonable and Nazi and fascist and all the other things they call me on a daily basis, if the communists aren't calling you those things, you know what you really are? Useless. Completely useless. You're not a player on the field. You're not even a cheerleader. You're the water boy. Useless. All of you. God, I'm not done. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I'm going to calm down. I'm going to calm down now. I was I was a little bit upset. That, look, like I said, I, I'll actually tell you. You know what? I'm going to tell you right now, and then I'm going to get to some phone calls. I know you need to vent. I, I get it. I'll get to you in a second. 877-377-4373. I'll get to you in a second. I despise Joe Biden, despise all these people, but I'll be frank with you. And allow me to explain myself here. I have a lot more respect for Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris and all these scumbag communists than I do for many, many, many of the politicians and pundits on our own side. And I'm not just talking about Mitt Romney. You know, everybody hates that loser. Look, at least the communist knows what he believes. And at least the communist does everything he can to try to achieve it. I've mentioned it a million times before. If communism wasn't such a disgusting religion of death, I would be a communist. I love how they fight. Joe Biden has no authority to do anything he just did. The president of the United States, not in a million years does the president of the United States have the authority for this. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting the president does not have the authority to point to private businesses in the country and say mandate a vaccine or else that that, not in a million years. And so what do you get on the right? You get a million of, well, that's not legal. Of course, it's not legal. The communist would never even dream of being held back by what's legal. That's the GOP. The GOP not only won't step across that line, the GOP won't step across the line of impolite. I mean, you could argue, oh, Joe Biden, uh, uh, the courts will strike this down or, or strike down part of it. Yeah, 
But that's how this game should be played. It's not a nice game. Politics and power. It's a game of contact. This is a contact sport. You don't tiptoe up to the line. Well, do you think, guys, the GOP way? Do you think, guys, we do you think we could get away with this? I mean, have we pulled suburban moms on this? I don't know. I, uh, do we know if this pulls well with black people? What about Latinos? Uh, men between 55 and... That's the GOP. What do the communists do? Go storming right over the line and give you the middle finger and dare you to put them back. That's why they've spent a hundred years kicking our rear ends. I have so much more respect for that way, for, for the politics of offense, for the politics of trying to win, than I do for our own useless, pathetic sign. It's pathetic. I, I got the vaccine, guys. I mean, I think everyone should get the vaccine. Have you guys got your vaccine? Get the vac. Just get the vaccine. I mean, no, I don't love mandates, but vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Get the vaccine. Oh, gosh. You bunch of losers. And I don't care. By the way, I don't actually care if you get the vaccine, as you know. I didn't get it, but I don't care what you do. I don't care about your personal choice. It's your own personal health choice. But if you're if you're on the right, if you're somebody who's on the right, pundit, politician, whatever, and you didn't see from a million miles away that they were setting up to violate the civil rights of a huge portion of Americans, you are worse than useless. You are. You're flat out playing for the other team. I'd rather have Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi on my team than 90% of the politicians and pundits on our side. I mean it. I really mean it. Do you think, do you think our side, do you think our side is actually prepared to combat somebody who's willing to just spout nonsense and lies like this? Disney, Tyson's Food, and even Fox News. The bottom line, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. We're going to reduce the spread of... Why do the vaccinated co-workers need any defense against anything when they're vaccinated? I mean, is Joe Biden out there spreading dangerous misinformation? Does the vaccine not work? I've been told if you say that, that's dangerous misinformation. If you're vaccinated, why do you care if a single other person on planet Earth is vaccinated? Explain it to me. No one's ever been able to explain it because there is no explanation because it has nothing to do with coronavirus. It has nothing to do with vaccines. It has nothing to do with the public health. This is all about power and money and control. And once again, our own side either can't see it or can see it and doesn't have the balls to actually say something about it. Gosh. Probably can't say that on the air. Almost undoubtedly getting in trouble for that one. Oh, well, we're going to the phones for a second. I'm upset. Will in California, go ahead, bud. That did not help my mood at all. Robert in Alaska, go. Yep. Hey, Jesse. Yes, sir. What Biden just said is an act of civil war. He said he's going after the governors that are going to push back against him, and he's going to take them out. Right there, he's saying he's going after governors, elected officials that are trying to help their own people. In case you're wondering if Robert is just some nutball, allow me to give you Exhibit A of Joe Biden saying, well, exactly that. If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. I'm, I'm sorry? 
Did I? Is there something? Hold on. There must be something wrong with the audio feed, Chris. I would have swore the president of the United States of America just stepped up and on camera leveled a threat at the sovereign states and the governors of those states. Could you play that again for me, please? If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. No president in the history of the United States of America has ever spoken like this. They've never spoken like this. Not just, not just the governors. To the American people. To the American people. That the president of the United States of America feels comfortable. Feels totally comfortable saying he's frustrated with us. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We have to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. That he Forget about what he believes. That he actually feels comfortable voicing that is a shocking turn of events. A shocking turn of events. And I'm going to keep coming back to this all night because, as you can imagine, my blood pressure is high now. I didn't mean to get upset. I wasn't going to get upset, Chris. I'm going to calm down. I'm going to calm down. I didn't mean to get upset. But uh, no, no, I don't want any whiskey. How would that help me at all right now? All right. The president of the United States of America, and I need to say this as frankly as humanly possible, the president of the United States of America should not feel comfortable leveling threats against the American people. A governor should not feel comfortable leveling a threat against his state. A mayor in this country should not feel comfortable leveling a threat against his city. This is not another country. We have very, very specific laws in this country and very specific limitations on the power of our elected officials. And they have never spoken like this to the American people. Not because they didn't want to. It's not like we didn't have wannabe tyrants in the past. There's always some scumbag wannabe tyrant trying to take power and then lord it over you. That's not new. What's new is how comfortable they feel speaking this way. Who Who in the heck do you think you are? Who in the heck do you think you are? If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. You'll use your powers to get them out of the way? What in the, what has happened? All right. I can see everybody's as mad as I am. 877-377-4373. And don't forget, once again, tomorrow, be a bit lighter. Uh, You know, we're going to try to lighten it up a little bit today. Tomorrow is Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions in to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. That's jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We will be right back with more. But first, husband and wife driving home from work. Have you seen any vehicles get swarmed over the last year and a half? Have you seen any vehicles get swarmed? Seen people dragged out of vehicles? I hope you didn't see that video I saw of that young, lovely couple in Chicago get dragged out of their vehicle and shot dead. Hero 2020. The Hero 2020 non-lethal weapon saved a couple on their way home from dinner, got swarmed, started dragging the husband out of the car, and he managed to get his Hero 2020 non-lethal weapon out, shoots his attacker twice in the chest, brutally powerful pepper chemical right in his face, 
couple escaped safely home that night. I own one. Go get one. Go to Hero2020.com. That's Hero2020.com. Make sure you use the code Kelly because it'll save you some money. And remember, state law restrictions may apply. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and apparently uh, I'm going to have to do something I have never had to do before on the show. I'm going to have to retract something I said a couple segments ago. I have been called out by my own son. Uh, I was upset. As you know, I've been a little upset this show. I've been a little upset, and I was yelling about our own side and how useless they are and said they're not even players on the field. They're not even cheerleaders. I called them the water boy. And then I get the text message during the break from the wife. My oldest son said, uh, the water boy's pretty important, important or the players would die of thirst. And that is actually, dang it. That's a really, really, that's a really good point. Dang it, James. I hope James is still listening and knows that he is now grounded for correcting his father on the air in front of the United States of America. All right. 877 877- Three seven seven four three seven three. I just, I can't believe this is where we got so fast. And but before before I go back to these phone calls, remember, I love saying I told you so. It's why I have, of course, given myself the nickname Jesse the Oracle Kelly. And I will just point out on day one of the lockdown, not even day two, not week two, not month two. Day one, when they first announced the intention to lock down the country for 15 days to slow the spread, I came out immediately and said, this is horrific. I can't believe we're even considering it. One, the government doesn't even have the authority to do this. Two, it will destroy our economy. And three, they're never going to give this power back. You know what happened when I said that? Um, friends and family members across, across the spectrum called and texted me and, and messaged me privately saying, are you sure? I don't know. It's really bad. It's pretty scary right now. Uh, colleagues in the radio, TV industry, and congressmen and senators I know personally texting me, Jesse, I don't know about that, man. Hey, this thing's really bad. Hey, you don't know what I know. Hey, I saw pictures. Hey, Jesse, this. And I told all of them, you sit and wait. Well, that's weird because I'm looking at my phone right now as I'm about to go back to the phone lines here, and I don't have a single text message from a single one of those people saying, Jesse, good call. I should have listened to you. I'll be smarter next time. Gosh. All right, we're going to go to, I'm going to screw up her name, but I screw up everyone's name anyway. I believe it's Lay. I would guess Leah, but Lay in Colorado. Lay, how do you say your name? Lee. Oh, Lee. Well, I pretty much butchered that whole thing. Go ahead. That's okay. I also listened to Bite Me Biden's talk, and I really <laughs> got pissed off. He wants to blame people not vaccinated, and I want to know why. If 75% of the population is vaccinated, why this is three times worse than it was a year ago. I th- You know, COVID has been around, but they have clinical trials on hydroxychloroquine, FDA safe. But yet they suppress that. They should follow the science. And I want I want to know why congressmen 
like Rand Paul doesn't go after and butcher Fauci and get his butt out of there with all the reports he found on him. And I want to know where Kathleen Kamala is hiding. And another thing Biden said is free vaccinations. Trust me, really? Like the people he tr- that were trusting him in Afghanistan? This is just a, a distraction so that we get off of Afghanistan. And that needs to be kept alive. I, I'm so pissed off at him. I'm just pissed. And these congressmen need to get off their butts and do something Lee. and hold them accountable. And that threat to take out the governor? Really? Lee, 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 you know what we need right now? We need delicious food. Freeze. What are you going to have for dinner? Um, I'm not sure what I'm having for supper. How are you not sure what you're having for supper, Lee? Geez, it's got to be like four in the afternoon in Colorado. I know what I'm having for supper right after breakfast. What do you have for leftovers? Nothing. You don't have anything for left. What about pizza? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You know what? I am gonna go through Jim and Nick's because they are collecting extra money on each sale just to keep their stores afloat because they could only afford to open one, but they have to pay the bills for their other two stores. But oh, you know I like what? that. I like that. Walmart. I like that. I like that. Keeping it local. Good work, Lee. Proud of you. John in California. Go. Okay, here's I've got some numbers here, so you got to pay attention. Uh, Quickly, John, don't be boring. That was a lie. <laughs> All right, the only the only thing he said that was not a lie was when he said only one person out of five thousand that have been vaccinated get COVID a day. He snuck in the a day. That means it's three hundred sixty-five a year out of that three out of that five thousand that get COVID. You're at seven percent getting COVID that have been vaccinated. But you've only got eight months of vaccinations, and you've got uh, uh, an even spread. Some people have been vaccinated for eight. Yeah, those were those were good points. But seriously, no president has ever made this move. So where, where is it going to go from here? Because that's what people really want to know. I mean, obviously, this goes right to the courts. Be challenged in the courts. It'll be challenged by the states. You're going to see states put up roadblocks. You're going to see a million judges, probably Trump appointed judges, say no. They'll block it right away. There'll be an injunction. They'll, they'll, they'll do all these fancy legal things with it, and then it will it will undoubtedly make its way to the Supreme Court. Now, let me ask you: What do we do then? What do we do if the Supreme Court? Upholds this whole thing. What if this becomes the law of the land? Unless you start to say, Jesse, that would never happen. Are you sure about that? You understand we don't have John Roberts anymore, right? He's a full-blown communist now. John Roberts is gone. John Roberts is lost. Don't consider him one of the right. He's on the left now. Um, Brett Kavanaugh is a complete weenie. Even Amy Coney Barrett has been very, very average. You see what I'm saying? So I'm getting a lot of this now. I'm getting a ton of people saying, well, okay, well, what can we do? Jesse, I want to know what to do. How do we do this? What do, where do I go? What do I do? What do I do? I actually do have some ideas on practical, real-life things you can do. They may not be easy. may not be easy to hear. But this is the world we live in. We don't get to pick that, do we? I'll tell you in a second. Hang on. Hang on. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and that is the President of the United States of America. Not a sultan somewhere, not a king, not a dictator. That's the President of the United States of America pointing his finger at 80 million Americans and saying, what? We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. I'm sorry? Who exactly do you think you are? I don't care about your patience. You don't have that kind of authority over me. Your patience means nothing to me. You mean nothing to me. You're the president. Go sit down and drool in your stew and screw up another country like you just did in Afghanistan. Don't start leveling threats at me. God, jeez. Before I forget, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. 
Email your questions in jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Remember, you can email any question. doesn't have to be political. We have a blast on Fridays. That's what we do on Fridays on this show. And if you missed any part of the show, I got a little bit upset in the first hour. I'm going to try not to do that again. You can catch the whole show on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. On iTunes, leave a five-star rating and leave a review talking about how handsome I am. This one is titled, this is one of our new ones, Buttery Samurai Shogun the Third. Quote, if the man show in Rush Limbaugh had a child, it would be a 6'7 chiseled marble slab named Dr. Jesse Kelly. A a soon-to-be timeless recording for our current generation. I thought that person put it really, really well, Chris. (laughs) And there are many, many more. Oh, remember, by the way, do you remember December? Let me see how many months ago. It's September, so that's September, August, July, June. Wow, that seems like it was only like 10 months ago. Um, This is Joe Biden. Boy, this sounds so much different than the Joe Biden we heard today. This is Joe Biden from December. While Mr. Biden said he would be willing to get a vaccine, he would not require it for all Americans. I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. I had no idea the limits on the government only lasted nine or ten months. I had, boy, that's news to me. Shocking development. That's, I mean, look, this was the president. This was the president today. You just heard the president from December 2020. This is the president today. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. The people you work with. The people you care about. The people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. So what do you do? Uh, Everyone wants to know right now. What do I do, Jesse? What do I do? Listen to me. The Los Angeles School District. Don't worry, I'm going somewhere with this. The Los Angeles School School District just made an announcement. The nation, they're the second largest school district. They're going to require COVID vaccines for students 12 and up. What do you care about that unless you're in L.A.? And I understand we're, we're in L.A., but unless you're, you're actually in L.A., what do you care? Going forward, they're not going to back off. I think it's important everyone understands this, and I'm actually not trying to scare you or anything right now. Just stay with me for a second. Going forward, this isn't the last thing. It's not like this is the last one of these shocking, tyrannical speeches Joe Biden is going to give. And it's not like the vaccine mandate is going to stop in Los Angeles's public schools. Remember who we're dealing with. Remember what we're dealing with. We are dealing with communists, cultural Marxists. And our communists are no different, no different than communists have always been. Communists do not slow down. They don't back off. They don't ever, ever, ever have a moment. Where they look in the mirror and they say, oh, you know, dang it. I probably have taken this too far. Joe Biden's not sitting around right now eating his Werther's Originals. 
being fed tapioca pudding that he drools down his face onto his little sweater in front of the fireplace. And he's not saying to himself, Jill, oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Jill, I realize you don't like me just calling you Jill anymore. Jill, do you think, do you think that's too far? Did I go too far? Am I a tyrant? I should probably back off. That should probably be the last thing I do, right? They don't think in those terms. The communist only moves forward. He never stops. He only slows down or stops or retreats when he's made to. They're not going to get to a moment on their own accord where they're just going to say, oh, you know, we love power. We love control. We love dominating people. And I I think I'm done with all that now, though. I think we have enough. I think we can all agree we have enough. Let's back off. They don't think in those terms ever. They'll never get to that point. So what does that mean for you? Here's what it means for you. Going forward, these restrictions are going to get worse, not better. In the blue areas especially, these restrictions are going to get worse. They're going to come up with a million different variants and everything else. They're not going to back off. So you, if you're able to do so, and I'm perfectly aware many people are not, If you're able to do so, you must move. And I don't mean shuffle five feet across the living room. I mean do the thing most people never do in their lives. I've done it my whole life, so I make it sound easy, but I realize it's a big, big deal. You got to get online and find a place you want to live or places. Come up with a list. Come up with a list. Places you will move to. Dig into it. Find out about the schools. Reach out. Talk to people who live in these various places. Come up with a list of places you will move to. Then come up with a list of potential employment opportunities in these places. Start making phone calls. Start sending out emails. Start doing interviews. So many interviews are done online now. If you have to, get on a plane. Go over there. Wow the boss. Get hired. Come back home. Throw a for sale sign in the yard. Pack up your family. Have your kiddos say goodbye to their school friends. I'm not naive. I've been through this personally. I know that's not a small deal. You say goodbye to your neighbor. Maybe your mother-in-law lives across town. That'll be a nice reprieve. Quit. We can make jokes, Chris. Get in the moving van and drive. And when you get to that area where you want to live and you take your new job and you move into your home with the white picket picket fence and your kids go to a school, which you will undoubtedly enjoy more. And you're in a neighborhood with people who think like you and talk like you and you'll get to know them. You'll make new friends. You're not boring. You're not Chris. Get involved. The next step is get involved. And this is a crucial step that cannot be forgotten because back to what we were just talking about before the communist is not going to ruin DC, ruin the federal government, ruin all the blue States and then say, I'm done. It was a good run. I think we've got enough. He's going to turn his eyes towards you. Once you get to that paradise where you want to live, I don't care what it is, Florida, Texas, it doesn't matter to me. Once you get to wherever you are, get involved and fortify 
When I say fortify, I don't mean fill up sandbags on the front lawn. Although, actually, that would be kind of cool now that I think about it. The wife would never go for that. That's not what I mean. What do I mean when I say fortify? What do I mean when I say dig in? I will explain in just a second. But first, I know you've seen the news. I know you've seen how many people out there have had their cars swarmed and they've been dragged out of their cars. This has sadly become part of the American landscape. Get a Hero 2020 non-lethal weapon. This couple that was driving home stopped at a red light. They get swarmed. He gets dragged out. The only reason they're alive and happy and married to this day is because as he was getting dragged out, he got his hands on his Hero 2020 non-lethal weapon, shot his attacker twice in the chest with it, brutally powerful chemical right in his face. They had to back off. He scrambles, gets back in the car, drives away safe and sound. I own one. They're incredible. Go to Hero2020.com. That's Hero2020.com. Use the code Kelly. State law restrictions may apply. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Who is that, Chris? Is that Audio Slave? Chris Cornell is his name? He offed himself. He killed himself? He. I don't need to know the method, Chris. Don't do the rope thing above the neck. That's morbid, man. Didn't he Didn't he sing for someone else, too, though? Uh, who did he sing for? Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Okay. He's stupid talented. These musicians, some of these musicians, man, it is weird. It, it, it's very sad because suicide's such a sad thing. Don't worry, I'm going to get back to politics in a second. Suicide's such a, a, a tragic, terrible thing. And it is sad how many of these musicians succumb to it. it it's weird. There's something, there's something in the mu- musician's mind. I don't know what, I don't know how to describe it, but some of the best, most talented ones, they're just not, they're not right. But again, depression and suicide. Boy, this is a real uplifter. Depression and suicide, though, they they come for people you'd never expect. Robin Williams still floors me. I mean, who didn't enjoy Robin Williams? Just absurdly talented and funny and fun and just a a tormented soul. All right, I'll get back to your your calls and whatnot. We have the great Selena Zito coming up in about nine minutes. You know her. She's the columnist that, uh, well, she's a columnist for everybody. She was the only national person, the only national person who predicted Donald Trump's victory back in 2016. How'd she do that? Well, she travels the back roads. She won't fly. She won't travel main roads. She drives all across the back roads of America talking to Rust Belt swing voters. Remember, Rust Belt swing voters decide elections. She knew Donald Trump was going to win. She had a pretty good idea Joe Biden was going to win last time. She has a real good a uh, finger on the pulse of the country. I'll be anxious to see what Selena has to say about how the country views Joe Biden right now. Obviously, I'm about blind with rage, so I know how I view Joe Biden. Now, back to what I was talking about. The country's going to continue dividing. The, the, the federal government, the system, basically, the system has decided the unvaccinated are the enemy, Period. And I don't care whether you're vaccinated or not. That's a very, very frightening place to be as a nation. The system has decided the the unvaccinated are the enemy. So going forward from here, 
the measures against the unvaccinated, they're only going to get worse. They're only going to ramp up. You, if you can, I understand family and work doesn't allow for this sometimes. I get it. Pack up, move. Do a lot of research. Find find a place you want to move. Pack up and move. When you get to that place, though, you must become an activist. An activist. And just even saying that word makes me sick to my stomach. Because never in a million years would I want to be considered an activist, right? Would you? You want to be considered an activist? That, that sounds awful. Absolutely awful. That's what the left is. Yeah, the left is the one winning. It is time for us to run for school board. It is time for us to run for city council. Run for sheriff. Run for DA. The time has come to run for state house and state senate. I don't want to hear these excuses anymore either about I'm just a mom. Ah, Jesse, I'm 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 just a I'm just a construction worker. Jesse, I'm just a this or Jesse, I'm I'm not qualified. No. They're not qualified. The people who are currently running this country, the people who are destroying this country are wholly unqualified. You, the normal person, you're the most qualified person. We need you. Don't you dare let anybody intimidate you. You're not qualified. And when you start running, don't let them do to you or try to do it to you what they tried to do to me. I remember when I ran because I had no experience either. And I was just mad. I was just so mad that I ran anyway. I know you're going to find that shocking. And they tried to say this thing. Well, it's really a, a state senator, state senator nerd's turn, Jesse. Why don't you uh, step aside for state senator nerd? And I said, uh, turn. I'm sorry. Is this kindergarten kickball? Don't tell me about turns. It's not my turn. If it's his turn, then he'll beat me. If not, game on, Jack. I'll meet you in the ring. Turn. Tell me about turns around here. Go become an activist and run. And speaking of which, I know this is going to sound a little off for everybody last night or, or for everybody who wasn't here last night. We got a phone call last night from a gentleman. I believe his name was Steve or Steven. I may have that wrong. I don't know. I believe his name was Steven. He is, he lost his wife to cancer. He's a cancer survivor himself. He is balkanizing. He's, he, he's moving from a uh, blue area. He wants to move somewhere down in Florida. He wanted to know. He wanted help on where specifically to move. He was going to be a dive instructor. I put out the call, and of course, because you're freaking wonderful, you answered. So I hope you're still listening, Steve or Steven or whatever your name is. If I messed that up, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Here were the two emails I got. Looking to Brevard County, B-R-E-V-A-R-D, Melbourne, or the Palm Bay area. He said, Florida needs like-minded people. I fear for future elections. And the next person said, Jesse, oh, I was right. Jesse, with regard to the caller, Stephen, who wants to relocate to Florida. I live in Tampa. My city, Tampa's such a cool city. Have you ever been to Tampa, Chris? Gosh, it's one of the coolest cities in the country. I love Tampa. I live in Tampa. My suggestion would be for him to relocate to Pasco County. That's P-A-S-C-O County or Polk County, which has the late, the, the least restrictive COVID restrictions and stuff. Polk County, however, is not close to the beaches, so not good for dive instructors. So you may have to drive if you go to Polk, but listen, you can always live where you want, make a little drive, 
Polk County is a good old uh, Polk County is good old boy country boy country with a great sheriff. He said thanks. Didn't say I can use his name, so I will not use his name. But there you go, Stephen. If you're not listening live, I hope you download the podcast. Couple places for you in Florida. But when you get there, Stephen, when you're not underwater teaching people how to scuba dive and not die, go run for office. Go run for office. Run for office, run for your local school board. And don't say that this is what I'll get sometimes when I say this. I'll get, well, my kids are homeschooled. I don't care. Go run for school board anyway. Put your values in the school. Uh, Jesse, I, uh, I, don't, I don't care that much about school board. I've never been a teacher. I don't care. Half of the people on these school boards, forget half, 90% of these people are unqualified academic losers who don't have any real-world experience, and they're only there to shove their values on your kids. Believe me when I tell you, you, not the guy sitting next to you, not the woman across the street, you, you are the most qualified person for that position you're thinking about. Go get involved. Get involved. And... I hate that. I hate that. Because that's not our nature, is it? I don't know if it's your nature. It's not my nature. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Jesse, you've run for office before. Yeah, but just for... Th- I tend to get upset and I have impulse control problems. So I, when I do that, I go all in with things. But in general, it's not our nature. We don't attend protests and uh, we don't run for office and we don't live and die for this stuff. We want our work and our family and our church and whatever the... Ca- That was then. There are different things you need for different times. We have moved into a different time. All right. We're going to talk to Selena Zito next about what does middle America think about Joe Biden and the job he's doing right now. And then after I'm done with Selena Zito, I'll take some more of your calls tonight. 877-377-4373. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and joining me now is my friend, one of the great journalists, one of the only journalists left in the United States of America, Selena Zito. She writes for, well, pretty much everybody, and she's the author of the book, The Great Revolt. Selena, uh, this this in general has not been good. My blood pressure is a touch high tonight. What's middle America think so far about the Biden presidency overall? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. It is always a pleasure and fun to talk with you about things that are going on in the country. So I just got back from a 7,000-mile trip across the country. And as your listeners know, I don't fly. I don't take um, the the highways. I take the back roads so I can really stop and listen to people and, and hear what their thoughts are. And And right now, I think... What, uh, what the Biden administration, what, uh, Washington DC, what our cultural curators sort of don't understand because they're all sort of located in the same, uh, wire, right? They're in the bubble. Um, they don't sort of understand that, um, people in general, um, are unhappy with how the, well, how Biden has uh, delegated this presidency. Uh, a lot of them made a really interesting distinction. Uh, and, and in fact, there was a frustration in 
people saying that he is incompetent. People believe that the decisions that he has made, in particular on the border uh, or in Afghanistan, have been deliberate and they have been negligent, oh. which they, which is even more sort of um, morally and legally corrupt in their point of view. What we have going on in the country right now is not a left-right um, election, not a left-right wave. It is beyond that. It is an inside-outside wave. So if it's a left-right election, it's going to be close. Uh, hold on, hold on. What does that mean, Selena? If it's a left-right election, it's going to be What does that mean? So if it's left-right, it's either, you know, like it's partisan, right? It's about being Republican or being a Democrat. Mm-hmm. But... When you add the intensity of an inside-outside election, meaning the people that don't live in in the the super zip codes of wealth and power, places like Washington, D.C., Silicon Valley, uh, New York City, Los Angeles, when you don't live in those centers of, of wealth and power, you are on the outside. And that is a much larger force, and it transcends um, um, partisanship. And and anytime you enter into a left-right situation, it is always sort of devastating for uh, the the party in power. We saw this in 2006 against Republicans. We saw it again in 2010, 2012, and 2016 against Democrats. And we are now seeing the flip of that in in heading into local municipal elections in 2021, off-year um, states like New Jersey and Virginia, keep your eyes on them, and heading into the 2022 midterms. Okay, what do you mean New Jersey and Virginia? Educate the uneducated, meaning myself. <laughs> New Jersey and Virginia, people think about New Jersey, much as I love it and love the people there. Uh, it's not a red state, Selena. What are you talking about? Well, it's not. However, uh, in, it wasn't a red state in 2009, and uh, Chris Christie won that election handily against an incumbent Democrat governor who had previously been the U.S. senator. Uh, when people feel as though the forces and the powers uh, that be don't have their best interests at heart and are not connected to them, and or don't live up to their expectations that they sent them to the, their job to do, they revolt. It doesn't mean that they like Republicans more. It's just that they like Democrats less. So I would keep my eyes in particular on the uh, governor's races in the governor's race in Virginia. Uh, there will be a governor's race in New Jersey. Uh, I, I doubt that the Republican will win. However, look at the state House and state um, Senate races and don't count anything out. We want to see we want to see what is ahead of us by watching the most local races, whether it's for school board or judges or county commissioners. These will these these races will tell you that that there is a revolt at foot. And I think it's important to note that in 2020, while Donald Trump did not win the presidency, he lost it narrowly, down ballot in state House and state Senate and congressional races and in U.S. Senate races, you saw a red wave going towards Republicans that few people have reported on. 
Oh, that, see, that's interesting. You're right. Most people have not reported on it. All right, Selena. Speaking with Selena Zito, by the way, one of the great journalists in this country, one of the only ones left. Selena, what what does the average person out there right now, because obviously the show's nationwide, so it's a bunch of people out there, what are they supposed to pay attention to specifically for these indications? You mentioned you know, state house, state senate. Should they be logging on a website when? Like, what should they be looking at? So I, I always... Um, recommend that people take a look at the state house and state senate, the, the, the localist voices on these races, not national, because they just parachute in, parachute out, don't know a dang thing about where you live or who you are or what is important to the people around. Take a look at what's going in on in these state chambers. They will that will tell you everything uh, about what to look for come November. Selena, specifically Afghanistan. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it almost seems like old news when it's very much not old news. But specifically oh, no. Afghanistan. And our 13 warriors who were killed and how disastrous that whole thing was. You mentioned earlier that people think it was deliberate, not an accident. Can you expand on that a minute? Yeah, so I will tell you this. I was talking to a Democrat congress, a former Democrat congressman from Pennsylvania, uh, and I uh, and I said to him, well, so what do you think about the political implications? And he said, oh, it's people will forget. And I said, I want you to remember that in March of 2009, you said the same thing to me about your vote for health care. And I told you that you all were going to lose, not because I thought it, but because my reporting taught me that. And people are deeply moved and deeply wounded by how we prosecuted the end of this war. And it has had a profound impact on the American psyche. What impact on the American psyche? Are people, I'm trying to, I'm trying to gauge Selena, are people sad, angry? Are they just despondent? What, what are they? All of the above. That is that is a a, a um, sort of deadly combination if you're trying to run uphill against that. Uh, this has left a mark. This has left a scar. And while the the a calculation from the White House and they've said this is that they expect people to forget about it and they refuse to answer Oof. questions on it. It has not gone away. I there there all over the place and everywhere that I have gone recently. You see tables set for thirteen. Whether it has been in a Starbucks or a brewery or at a football game, a high school football game, a college football game, it's everywhere. Selena Zito, everybody. Selena, where can people get more of your stuff? Please go to selenazito.com, sign up for the emails. They're free, they're fun, and they're not fattening. Selenazito.com, sign up for the email if you want to stay abreast of actual real news. How about that for real news? Selena, thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. We're going to get back to some, you know, we're going to talk about Afghanistan here briefly. Uh, Senate uh, uh, Blinken, Secretary Blinken has some... It is some audio that is uh, revealing. And then we'll get to your phone calls too, 877-377-4373 and emails. But first, you need gold in your portfolio. You need gold in your home, in your home. 
I don't mean uh, on a distant island somewhere or held in someone else's vault. Gold has to be in your physical possession. Are, are, are you really sure everything's going to be stable in the future? I mean, come on, look around you. Call Oxford Gold Group. I don't, I'm not telling you to do anything drastic. Oxford Gold Group has been doing this a long time. They have the reputation they have for a reason. They will take care of you. They will make sure real gold is delivered to your front door. There needs to be gold in your safe now. Call Oxford Gold Group, 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group, tell them Jesse told you to call. I know them personally. They will take good care of you. 833-995-GOLD. Call Oxford Gold Group today. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I just, I can't, I can't, I cannot believe. I cannot believe the President of the United States of America feels completely comfortable speaking like this to the American people. It'll take a lot of hard work. It's going to take some time. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated, even though the vaccine is safe, effective, and free. <laughs> you're, fr- you're frustrated with me, Dad? What are you going to do, take me up back and spank me? Who do these people think they are? And by the way, Biden wouldn't want to spank me anyway. I'm not an underage girl. Uh, Chris, I needed to get what we can make jokes, Chris. Blinken, we're going to go to Afghanistan for just a second. Um, Afghanistan's a disaster. And do you remember the three things? The three things that all these people have in common who run our country. One, no love of country. Oftentimes hatred of country, but no love of country. Two, no real world experience to speak of. So they, they can't relate to the real world. They think the world has changed. And three, they believe they should rule over you. You've seen three. You've seen it today. But let's go back to number two. No real world experience. Why do the communists like Obama and Biden and all these people, why do they constantly screw up everything up on the world stage, on foreign policy stuff? How do they get everything so wrong? I mean, Blinken, I think, lays it out pretty well for you. And my hope and beyond hope expectation is that the future government of Afghanistan uh, will uphold those basic rights. The Taliban. Uh, and if, if it does, then uh, that's a government that, that we can work with. If it doesn't, we won't. Wrap your mind around the fact the Secretary of State, the Secretary of State, he's hopeful the Taliban, they're, they're going to uphold human rights. Exactly, exactly how much time do you have to spend in academia to to live in this world? Have you seen the Iran news? Oh, I love this. Iran has quadrupled its stocks of 60% enriched uranium since May. We've just, we just, all the bad people, all of them, we're all like, well, you know, I mean, they're, they're not that bad. They didn't mean it that much. Oh, it's going to be fine. Gosh, these people. Let's get to some emails here. I'll get to your phone calls in a second. 877 Almost screwed up the phone number there. You know what's going to happen Monday, Chris? One day? I'm going to give out my cell phone number on the air. 
You know it's going to happen. You know it's going to. You know what, Chris? I, you, Chris says he'll dump it. If I do something that stupid, I don't even know that I want you to dump it. I just, I, I'm just going to own the ten thousand phone calls and text messages I get. <laughs> All right, emails. Hey Jesse, I completely agree that the child labor laws need to be less strict or completely abolished. I'm 25 now, but I started working under the table at 13 and ended up having to get a business license at 14 to wash windows and do landscaping at my mom's old work. We were broke, and I wish it was easier to help my mom when I was a kid. The taxes I had to pay for my business license took a huge toll on us every time. It was $300 just to file, but we made it work. I love stories like this, and I want everyone to remember, I went off about child labor laws the other night. I told you I could never get elected. Child labor laws are a huge disgrace. They're a mistake. And when you say child labor laws, everybody, everyone just pictures kids in the coal mines. That's not how they were used. Obviously, yes, there were kids in the coal mines. But stories just like this one, if you actually look into them, that was the common tale. Hey, we weren't eating. We didn't have enough money for food. So after school, I would stop by the local candy store and sweep the floors for a dollar. And then we had enough money to eat. That was the story back in the day. But no. No, we can't do that with kids today. No, we have to keep little Aiden, Jaden, and Braden in their bubbles. Make sure we give him 12 vaccine shots. He might get sick. He might get sick. He has the sniffles. Should we run him to the ER? That's the world we live in now. Ah. All right. Against my better judgment, I'm going to go back to the phones. We're going to test this thing out. Remember, the rules always remain the same. Always remain the same. Don't say hi. Don't say how are you. No small talk. When I go to you, get right to your point. And I have a great deal of hope for a couple of these because it's it's from places like New York and New Jersey where they're as rude as I am. It's these polite southern states like the one I live in, which is wonderful. You want to live in a place like that? But they're the ones that they can't help themselves. I love you, Jesse. I, I know. I know. Greg in St. Louis, go. Hi, uh, I listened to uh, Dementia Joe today, and it made me sick. Here's something that a lot of people probably haven't thought of. He's going to say, okay, everybody has to get shots and so forth. But then he's going to say, well, if you want your welfare check, you want your free food, you want your free Medicare, Medicaid, any of those people get that, you have to get the shot or else we're going to hold back giving you money, rent, uh, food or whatever. He won't. It's actually not a bad idea. He won't. And you know how I know he won't? Guess who Joe Biden exempted today? Remember, every federal employee, every every federal employee has to get the vaccine, right? Every single one. Every, everyone. But not everyone. Joe Biden, quickly I might add, exempted the post office. Weird. I believe, Chris looked this up for me, I believe there are about 640,000 post office employees. Uh, Post office employees who would have flipped a lid, flipped a lid with a vaccine mandate. Joe Biden knows this. Joe Biden can't risk losing that many votes. Joe Biden exempted the USPS. How many, Chris? How many employees? He hadn't looked it up yet. I told you. 
It's all politics. Don't think there's going to be some vaccine uh, mandate for welfare recipients. Joe Biden needs him to get reelected. This isn't about a virus. This isn't about the vaccine. This isn't about any of that. This is about power. This is always about power. I'll get to some more here in just a second. Hang on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly show final hour final hour before tomorrow which of course is an ask Dr. Jesse Friday there won't be any phone calls tomorrow there will be no guests there's nothing but your emails and me answering them email them to jesse at jessekellyshow.com again they don't have to be political let's get to some of your emails now dear Jesse I wanted to thank you and your family for getting COVID. I'm sure it wasn't your intention, but I appreciate it. When young, healthy people who aren't as uh, at serious long-term risk get it, it reduces the chance the rest of the vulnerable population will be affected. 
I see the number of child infections is rising. Good. They will be just fine, and it reduces the number of places the virus can hide. That's good for all of us, so thanks. Look, you know your kid is supposed to get sick, right? I, I, and I'm not wishing it. Believe me, look, I love my little buddies. As you know, it's not like it's. I'm not like I come downstairs and see my buddy uh, puking in the toilet, and I say, "Woohoo, good day." I mean, I feel bad for him. Get him a popsicle or something. I, that's that's not true. I usually make fun of him the same way my dad did to me, but I still love him and feel bad. My dad uh, should be noted. My dad used to call me Pink Flower every time I was sick. If I was if I was sick and I stayed home from school. There was never any sympathy at all. He would come home, and of course, mom would, you know, mom was the best when you get sick. Mom would have blankets on you, and and, and mom would be, she'd let you watch TV all day, whatever. Dad would come home, and he'd just make fun of me. Just just call me a little girl the whole time until I just sucked it up and went back to school. (laughs) But anyway, back to what I was saying. You know what's good for your kids to get sick, right? That immune system, they need to work it. How how did how did you make sure your kids didn't co- get didn't get too sick from coronavirus? I mean, I'm not telling anybody how to treat themselves or or anything like that. We we went with a uh, the the a vitamin regimen that I wouldn't wish on anybody for a few days. But how? Why didn't they get too sick? I mean, they were sick for a day or so. Well, they play with other kids. They sweat. They get dirty. Uh, my oldest son, especially not so much the youngest, but he does it too. My oldest son, especially will go play with his dog outside, grabbing the toy and throwing it for the dog and then grabbing the slobbery toy and throwing it for the dog. And then he will walk right back inside. And if we don't catch it, he'll sit down and pick up a sandwich and begin eating it with the same hand. That's the same child who at one point in his life, Oh, I can't even believe I'm sharing this story at one point in his life. That child, um, this is difficult to share. He, uh, we were in one of those public arcades, pizza place arcades. We couldn't find him for a brief second, which is weird because he was right there. But it's no big deal. He was just right under the table where we were. And then we looked underneath the table. And you know the gum people take out of their mouths and they put, I know, Chris, I know. I understand. You think it doesn't hurt me to relay this? You know the gum people take out of their mouths and put under the table? Yeah, he was down there chewing that gum off of the table. Gross? Absolutely. Did I feel like dying in that exact moment? Yes, no question about it. Um, Did he get sick with COVID for about half a day? Also, yes. Kids get dirty. Put away the freaking hand sanitizer and let your kid get dirty. Let him play with other kids and get sick and sweat and get dirty. That's what kids do. That's part of making your body strong. In fact, you know what? You know what? I'm going to get to a couple quick phone calls here. You know what I want from now on for the rest of the night? Because this is your last hour for calls for the rest of the week. No calls tomorrow. No calls. I want gross things your kids or or nephews or nieces. I want gross things your kids have done. That's what we're going to do. It's been a heavy enough show with the tyrants and scumbags running this country. 877-377-4373. Gross Kids, gross things your kids have done, things your kids have done that make you cringe. But first, Charles in New York says the vaccine mandate isn't bad. Go, Charles. Yeah, uh, vaccine mandates. You got to have them because otherwise this thing keeps spreading and it's more transmissible. This uh, Delta variant, 
and you know, and problem convincing people they think, oh, it's going to hurt you. <laughs> you know, the vaccine helps you a lot. Yeah, you're very unlikely to die or you're very sick. So I'm, I'm for the mandates, and I'm a Republican. And uh, in fact, our family goes back when my ancestors found the. Yeah, no one cares. Anyway, no, the vaccine, the vaccine mandates are not a good idea. They're an absolutely terrible idea, and I mean dreadful idea. So I think that's about enough political phone calls tonight. Clear the phone lines. The only calls I'm taking the rest of the night are going to be calls about gross things your kids have done or nephews or nieces, gross things kids have done. Moving on. I am genuinely worried about the state of the country. I'm genuinely worried about where this goes in a year or two years. And I think, I hope I'm wrong, I think there's going to be violence. Because you're already seeing whispers of it out there. And the tension is so high. The tension has gotten so high. I see this death threats leveled at the Justice for J6 rally organizers, and they won't back down. Just a heads up, January 6th, everyone knows about January 6th. And they locked a bunch of the people up who wandered into the Capitol on January 6th. And, of course, they've been super heavy-handed with all these people acting like it was some armed insurrection. We don't have to go into it. Well, there is a justice for January 6th rally on, uh, I believe it's the 18th. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's the 18th. It's coming up soon. And there are threats of violence already going back and forth all over the place. I'm worried this is going to ramp up and ramp up and ramp up as the heat gets turned up. And the reason I'm worried about it is there doesn't seem to be anybody on the left. Nobody, not a single person. There doesn't seem to be anybody interested in turning down the noise. It's all ramping up. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed there's not one person on the left? Not president, congressman, Democrat. There's not one person on the left, again, because they're communists, who's come out and said, you know, we'll back off. I think we've done good enough. We'll back off. And why is that? Well, remember, it's about money and it's about power. And coronavirus is wonderful for them. They don't want it to end. That's one. Two, they're on very, very, very shaky ground right now. The Biden administration, these people, again, they don't care about the country or COVID or anything. They care about power and money. They care about their poll numbers. They're tracking their poll numbers. They see that all the polls are an absolute disaster for them. Complete disaster for them. So pick it up. Don't back off. Pick it up. Why would they pick it up? Well, if you can ramp things up now, what you've done is you've attempted to fortify yourself for when inevitably winter comes and winter's coming. And what happens in winter? People go inside in the winter. Where do people get coronavirus? I know you're going to be shocked to hear this because of all the lies they spread around there. You get coronavirus inside. Ten of you packed in a room. No, you don't get coronavirus out shooting hoops with your buddies. You get coronavirus inside. In fact, they did a study on it. They found people weren't even getting coronavirus in restaurants. It's one of the lowest places. Isn't that wild? All the restaurants we bankrupted in this country, not even a spreadable place at all. You get coronavirus inside. Well, they're ranking everything or they're ramping everything up and ramping everything up and ramping everything up because they know there are bad numbers coming still. 
bad numbers coming still. All right? We're going to get to some more emails. We're going to get the only phone calls we're taking from now on. It's been a heavy, heavy enough night. Gross thing your kids or other people's kids have done in your presence. 877-377-4373. Is it grosser than my oldest son eating already chewed gum off the bottom of the table in a public restaurant? I would venture to guess it is not. I would venture to guess it is not. But you can test me. Hang on. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Chris, once again, if you wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and play. This is the President of the United States once again from today using the term. Remember this, and I'm going to get to your phone calls with gross stuff your kids have done in a second. This term, pandemic of the unvaccinated, remember it. I told you the second I heard it, and it's been repeated a thousand times now, this is the phrase that is going to be, well, they're going to use this to put to hand out more civil rights violations than we've seen in a century. People on their deathbeds among the unvaccinated over the past few weeks. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Can people not see how dangerous this is? Can people not see where this goes? The email says, Dr. Jesse, by the way, for the new listeners, I realize this may be confusing. There are a lot of new listeners, and I have to keep that in mind. Um, I'm not a doctor. I'm an uneducated rube. I I don't even have three years of community college credits. I was a construction worker in a Marine, and I ran for Congress a couple times. I've sold RVs. I was an RV salesman for a long time. I'm not a doctor. I pretend to be one on Friday, and we have fun, and I answer your questions. I am not a doctor. I am an oracle. I am what, Chris? I'm an oracle. And and I'm a shogun, but not a doctor. What? I am. All right, email before I get to the phones. Dr. Jesse, yes, you're not nice enough to run for office now. However, you've been predicting a fascist will rise. Do you think a fascist will be nice? Could you be a substitute for the fascist? <laughs> no, no, no. People keep asking me this. I don't want to see anyone get hurt ever, ever at all. And the fascist who will rise to counter the communist left in this country will be somebody who hurts people. And it's going to be terrible. You're cheering it on because you're mad now. Uh, I read the history books. It's going to be awful. And no, it's not going to be me. I guarantee you that. Let us reluctantly, very, very reluctantly go to the phones and find out about the gross things your kids, grandkids, godkids have done. 877-377-4373. Remember, the rules remain the same. No hi, no how are you. I'll hang up. Just get right to the point. Chase in California, please, I hope this isn't what I think it is, go. Hey, Jesse, love the show. I was on a camping trip, and my, uh, my 12-year-old ended up brushing his teeth, and uh, he, he was complaining about it tasting bad. He goes and looks at the, the tube, and it turns out it was desitin, and it wasn't toothpaste. Oh, the diaper Diaper-up. cream? Oh, <laughs> That is so foul. Kids are just the worst. All right. uh, Ed in New York. Ed, go. Hey, Jesse, I'll make it quick. 
Uh, I grew up in the 1960s, 1970s, here on Long Island, New York. And every once in a while, they would come around and spray the DDT for the mosquitoes. You know, they had a little thing behind the truck. Mm-hmm. So me and a friend, once in a while, would we would tailgate the the pump, and we inhale all that DDT and smoke oh. all around. I'm immune to just about everything out there. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's terrible. I can't believe you're still alive. Gosh, that is just horrible. Stephen in Pennsylvania, go. Amazingly enough, Jesse, I actually am guilty of talking my nephew into putting a live lobster into his mom's bed. Hold, hold on. Hold hold on. Hold on. A, a live lobster. Were, were the claws at least taped? Um, we were in the Florida Keys, so spiny lobsters don't have claws that can do that to you. Okay. Um, what exactly was the discovery process like when mom found the lobster in the bed? Oh, a lot of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of screaming. <laughs> the thing is, if you have to dive when the tide is slack. So we went out, and it was oh, probably 1130 at night because that's when it was slack tide and you're not fighting the current. And we caught a bunch of lobsters and we brought them in. And I have to admit to, to my, I mean, I, I shouldn't have done this, but I did. I said to him, I said, you know, it would be really funny. <laughs> if, mm. if, you know, I, I can't believe lobster. she even still speaks to you. Oh my gosh. That's, Terrible. Charles in Oregon, or Charlie in Oregon, go. Yeah, granddaughter following grandpa through the yard, cleaning up after the dog, so she picks up a handful to bring to me. And uh, that was, uh, needless to say, uh, one of the disgusting things that I ever saw. And she had started to taste it before I could get to her. Oh, gosh, that is so hideous. A buddy of mine, uh, a buddy of mine, his grandkid, he had a similar story. I shouldn't even tell this on the air. I don't even know why I'm telling this on the air. Look, is everything not bad enough? We can laugh about kids right now. My A buddy of mine had a kid. Uh, the kid had, I believe it was less than a year old, but it's one of those things that kids get old enough pretty fast to start moving around in the crib and whatnot at night. Well, the kid uh, managed to get his diaper off, and then once the diaper was off, the kid uh, apparently had chili dogs or something that night. It, it, things went south. Okay, I'm keeping this as I'm keeping this as clean as I can. Things went south once the once the diaper was off. The parents discover the child that morning, and there is number two everywhere. It's all over the place, right? The, it's all over the kid. It's all over the crib. It's all over the walls. But that's not near the worst part. It's not near the worst part. Are you sure you want? Are you sure you want to hear this? Maybe you should turn off the radio really quickly and turn it back on because I'm getting ready to tell you. You sure you want to hear this? <sighs> there, there wasn't actually any number two one place. It was the kid's thumb. Oh, I know. What is wrong with the? What is wrong with these kids? Ernie in Idaho, go. 
So my proud moment was when my kid was about four years old. We went to the local pizza place, and he had to go to the bathroom, so he rushes off to the bathroom by himself and is gone for a while. I had to go in to check up on him, find him, like, you know, spread eagle, hands on the wall, head in the urinal, with the water running, head soaked. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Gosh, that just sucks. All right, we'll get back to some more gross things your kids have done in just a second. But look, look, I really am legitimately worried about the violence increasing, political violence. And what's what's so amazing, and maybe we should just count our blessings. We have not, I know we've experienced political violence in America. I know we have. But nowhere even close to the scale of other places. I'm worried that changes. Because now we're at a point where we're, we're not only on opposite sides. We're not only racing opposite directions. We are very, very, very much pointing to the other side and saying, leave me alone. And I worry where this goes. All right, I, te- I teased this yesterday that Californians, they're leaving. We all want to know where they're going, right? I'll tell you in a second. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We'll get back to your phone calls in a second about the gross things you've caught your kids or grandkids doing. But I teased this yesterday, and it would be wrong to be a tease. And not deliver, all right? You're never going to be vice president like that. So the headline is what, Chris? It's fine. We can make jokes. Californians are leaving. Here's where they're going. Okay, California has 40 million residents, so on and so forth. More than 653. Did my voice just crack? Did my voice just crack there, Chris? That's okay. No one's listening, right? It's fine. More than 653,000 Californians moved to another state in 2019. About 480,000 people moved here from elsewhere. Okay, so California's hemorrhaging, so on and so forth. Where are they moving to? This is the million-dollar question. Texas, 82,235 moved from California. Arizona, I'll quit shaking your head, Chris. I'll have you know, see, Chris is one of these snobbish native Texans. Listen, listen. I'm not a native Texan. I wasn't born here. Am I not like the greatest thing that ever happened to this state this side of Sam Houston? (laughs) Quit throwing things at me, Chris. But in all seriousness, I want people to choose to come here. Remember, I I, I came here just because I wanted to live in Texas. I didn't even have a job. I didn't even have a job. And look what a huge benefit I've been to this state. (laughs) All right, so a bunch of them are coming to Texas. Oh, and in all seriousness, a lot of these people are bloodthirsty right-wingers. Bloodthirsty. It's not like Texas couldn't get redder. In Arizona, 59,713. Nevada, 47,322. Okay, actually, let's pause for just a brief moment there. I'm not anti-Nevada. I love Nevada. Spent a bunch of time. Don't look at me like that, Chris. You've never even been in Nevada. You don't know the greatness of Nevada. You've been one time. Where were you? One of those Freemason conventions or something. I know what you people do out there, but setting this aside... I like Nevada. Nevada isn't even that red. Like at all. 42,000 people moved from California 
to the desert of Nevada and you're still in a blue place? Why? I, and look, California is obviously a, a far, far left, and I realize why people are leaving, and it's so expensive, and the taxes and the fees, and I get it, but let's not kid ourselves here. California is still paradise. I mean, there are some jaw-droppingly beautiful places in California. I love the place. I'm a little biased. I spent some time there in the Marine Corps, even though, of course, I got stuck in the Mojave Desert. We're not going to talk about that, but I've gotten to spend quite a bit of time in California. California's paradise if I'm going to leave paradise because of the politics, I get that all the way. I'm not going to Nevada, and I'm a Nevada fan. I'm not going to Nevada. Nevada's not even red. All right, moving on. 47,000, or Nevada already said that. Washington, 46,000. Oregon, 37,000. Some of those are very, very, very odd to me. Like even Washington and Oregon. And Washington and Oregon, people don't people who've never been to the Pacific Northwest, and that's most people, do not realize the beauty of the Pacific Northwest. It is so gorgeous. My uh, sister, she's the one with the brains in the family, she went to law school up close to Portland. And this is uh, 15 years ago or what, and I don't remember. And I remember flying in to see her up in law school, and you fly in over the Columbia River, and it's so green and beautiful, and the rain, and the Pacific Northwest is beautiful. The problem is most people don't know about it, so they don't go up there, because it's it, the West has fewer people, because it was settled last, obviously. You bring up New York or, or Philadelphia or something like that, most people have been to those places because they've been around forever. But if you're leaving California for Washington... I need to know why. Washington is not exactly some blood red safe haven. I, I don't know. All right. Your phone calls. Disgusting things your kids have done. Bill in Idaho. Go. Okay. So my daughter was about four years old at the time. I had two girls. Uh, I got a, my wife was a stay-at-home mother, so she took the girls everywhere. Well, one day they decided to go downtown, I think, to the museum in Olympia, Washington. Anyway, she thought it'd be a good idea to take public transportation. First time my kids have ever been on a bus. Hmm? They get oh, on the bus, no. they're going, my wife looks over, and my four-year-old was licking the condensation off the inside of the window. Oh, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time they've ever been on a bus. Any kind of bus in their life, but... Oh. It was pretty bad. In, in Olympia, Washington, you know, homeless people, nothing against them, but homeless people ride the buses kind of all day sometimes. Oh, so gosh. They're not, they're not the cleanest of buses. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I still don't think it's as bad as your gum, though. Oh. You know. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Oh, that's so bad. I, I've, I've, I've ridden the public bus before. Like, look, I, I'm sorry. I'm not a. I didn't. I didn't. We didn't grow up wealthy. All right. I've ridden the public bus before. It's really not an experience you desire to have back once you've done that once or twice. It is. I love, look, hey, it's, sometimes it's the only way to get around. And I, sh- I shouldn't be dumping on it because you know, at some point in time, you know, at some point, they're going to mandate the vaccine for air travel. And we're all going to have to road trip. And I don't really road trip. And that's not anti-road trip as much as it's I'm six foot eight. And it's just not that comfortable for me to be in a car for seven, eight hours a day. I'd rather just fly and get it over with. We're going to end up being road tripping people. We are. 
Chris, I need you to look into something something nice to travel around in that I can fit in. I need I can't stress this enough. I need don't give me that look, there's something out there for me to fit in. I'm not some kind of freak. Okay. Yes, there is. And I'm not a freak. You know, that's not nice. All right. Kevin, California, go. Mr. Kelly. My daughters were nine and five at the time, playing out in our front yard. Uh they disappeared, went into the house. I was outside doing yard work, found a human turd under a rock, oh. removed the rock, went inside to confront my daughters, talked to them about it, deny, 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 come back outside to find my dog eating my daughter's oh, turd. Oh, no. You know, you know, that's really bad, Kevin. But the shoe could have been on the other foot like it was for the other guy of the daughter eating the dogs, and that's not near as bad. Now, granted, you don't need the dog kissing you after that, but that's terrible. I'll I'll never forget this one time. My youngest son, uh, Luke, my youngest son, he, no, he was a kid. I mean, he was two years old at the time. He didn't know he was going. You're just such a savage, especially when you're a boy and you're two years old. Uh, the wife decided, you know, she's a wife. They love to have parties. Like the, 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 the wife loves to throw on a party and she does it all to the nines, you know, the decorations and the food. And we need 10 different courses and it is everything. And of course, one of one funny thing about the courses is she always includes a veggie tray because she's a health freak. And by the time the party leaves, all the jalapeno poppers are gone. Veggie tray hasn't been touched, right? But we're not we're setting that aside. So she has all these people over and the boys are young and my youngest is two years old. And she's showing them the house. You know how women love to show off the house. And look at this. Everybody looks outside. The youngest. We had told him. I mean, kids hear what they want to hear. We had told him when you're outside and you have to use the bathroom, you can just go because you're a boy. Now, everyone understands what we meant, or at least we understood, but everything's framing. Everything's framing with kids. We look out. Oh, yeah. All the way, right in front of everybody, right in front of the living room window. Oh, facing everybody, too. Facing everybody and had this smirk on his face. That's the kind of kid he is. He's this cocky little snot. I don't know where he gets that from. He's this cocky little snot just staring at everybody like a power move, trying to put everybody down, trying to put everybody. Talk about establishing dominance. Yeah, I go where I want. What are you going to say about it? I kind of respect it. I kind of respect it. All right, we're going to get to maybe one or two more of these, and then we're going to get to headlines I didn't get to. And then tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. You can email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. But think about your wireless bill. I want you to think about that brutal wireless bill you get every month. What if you could get the same coverage as the big guys and save 800 bucks a year? That's what the average family saves when they switch to Pure Talk. Oh, and did I mention Pure Talk actually loves this country? Talk about being more purposeful with your money. You want to keep your phone? You want to keep your number? No problem. Do that. You want a new phone? They have they have steals on Apple and Android and all these things. And their customer service, it's based here in America. That's right. Someone who speaks English when you call from your cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Pure Talk. Switch today. Truth. Attitude. 
Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Grab a couple more calls and emails, and then it's headlines I didn't get to. And there's a couple creepers in here I meant to get to. Good grief. This one I thought was interesting. We got an email from a retired anesthesiologist. Says I can read his name. His name is Paul. This is him talking, not me. Vaccinations do not prevent anyone from contracting this or any virus. Vaccinations direct the body to make antibodies, which will fight the virus once it is in one system. This is why I have not been vaccinated. I've now had it twice with very light symptoms. I strongly believe that natural immunity is more effective protection. There is no prevention. What did he just say there? There is no prevention. Hmm. Wonder why we never hear the true story in mainline or social media. I'm 61, no meds, and work out almost every day. If I was older, was obese, or had diabetes, I would most likely get a vaccination. I'm a recently retired anesthesiologist from a trauma hospital in Colorado who spent 29 years in operating rooms and ICUs. You are welcome to use my name. How about that? Very, very, very interesting information out there. I would just say this. Natural immunity has always been a thing right up until coronavirus. And the reason there's no natural immunity exemption, you know, test somebody, see if they've had it, and then they don't have to get the vaccine. The only reason there's no natural immunity exemption is, you ready for this? Lean in, lean in. I'm going to whisper. It's not about coronavirus. It has nothing to do with coronavirus. One more call. Sophie in Washington, I don't even want to take this. Please go ahead. Okay, so this one's really, really gross. When my ex and I lived in another state, he had a good friend named Bill, and Bill and my ex loved drinking Coca-Cola all the time. Bill also loved chewing tobacco and always spit his juice in an empty Coke can. And Bill's little five-year-old daughter loved Coca-Cola, too, so she would come along behind Daddy and have a big old swig of Daddy's Coca-Cola, which was his chew spit. Oh, <laughs> no. Really so, oh, Sophie, did she puke? What'd she do? She spat it all over her and her dad. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you for the call. Oh, my gosh. That is just absolutely brutal. All right. <clears throat> It's time for headlines I didn't get to. CDC tightened masking guidelines after threats from teachers union emails show. None of this has been about a virus. None of it. This has all been about politics. Punishing the enemies of the Democrats. Rewarding the friends of the Democrats. This is not about a virus. It's not now. It never has been. Until you come to that reality, well, you're going to keep twisting in the wind. Portland State University professor resigns, says school is a, quote, social justice factory. I can't pronounce his name. Peter Boghausen. You know what? Let's make sure we try to get this guy on the show. Let's try to reach out to this guy, try to get this guy on the show. I believe in honoring people who actually make sacrifices for the things we want in this country. That's putting your money where your mouth is. You step up and you resign from a school because you don't like the social justice stuff. I respect it. He's coming on the show. Headline. 
Biden's DOJ will sue Texas over anti-abortion law. Man, you remember, it seems like it was just yesterday when Donald Trump was president and the left used to call him, what was it? It starts with a T. They used to call him a, uh, a, t- t- uh, a tyrant. That's it. That's the word, a tyrant. Man, I'm glad we got rid of that tyrant, huh? Headline, Rand Paul calls for Fauci to be jailed for lying to Congress. This is exactly, exactly how you play offense. No more calling for a hearing. No more, hey, we need a committee meeting. Let's start having some teeth. You stand in front of Congress and lie to Congress with consequences like this. You go to jail. World Health Organization says COVID will mutate like the flu and is likely to stay here. Oh, gee. Imagine that. It's a virus that's not going away. What a shock. If only somebody had been warning that for a long time. Oh, yeah, people have been. They were all shouted down and told to shut up and stay inside. Just hide and watch Netflix while we create a vaccine. Headline, the Suez Canal was just blocked again. Another container ship ran aground in the Suez Canal. Remember that last one that plugged everything up and cost the world economy billions of dollars? Billions of dollars. Apparently $9.6 billion worth of daily cargo. That's what goes through the Suez Canal. Now, I do the very, very, very best I can to avoid wading into completely baseless claims and conspiracies. That's not an area I enjoy I I take that back. I enjoy it a great deal. I just don't believe in many of them. I don't believe in many conspiracy theories. I obviously believe the mob assassinated JFK because they did, but that's another story entirely. (laughs) Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. But twice, I don't remember this happening very much for the rest of my life, and it's now happened twice in the course of a year. Does this strike anyone else as a little bit odd No, I don't have a reason for it. I don't have some motivation. It was probably Chris and his people, but I don't have any motivation for it. But could someone explain this to me? All right, remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Your questions don't have to be political, but they do have to be emailed because there's no phone calls tomorrow. Email your questions now. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. When I say they don't have to be political... They can be history. They can be relationships. They can be food, travel. They can be stupid survival scenarios. On Friday, yeah, obviously we hit the headlines. We hit the big news. But Friday shows, they're about you. Do try to remember to put Ask Dr. Jesse in the subject line when you email in because we we are getting a little bit overwhelmed on the emails now. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Keep your chin up. We're going to do it again tomorrow, I promise. That's all. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.